0: Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two. What's your first note? And then I'll catch up to it.
1: It opens on a thing with new captain, right? And Uh I mean, it shows that he's pretty self-conscious and he cares a lot about what other people think and their expectations. And, you know, it shows the human side of him and he doesn't seem like a bad guy at all.
0: Yeah, I liked that. Okay, so I really liked that. Like, it made so much sense for a six episode show to introduce us to this guy who literally after one shot, you were like, I hate him. I want to punch him. Well, it's
1: because they reintroduced Captain America. How are you going to do that? Like, yeah. Just
0: go, oh, hey, we're going to replace him. You can't replace him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, I get where you're coming from, yeah. but that was very smart. You know, make us hate him, make us have a bias, and then be like, okay, back up. Let's show that he is not some wonder douche who's like, I am God's gift to everyone. You know, mm-hmm. like the comic book origin. Okay, so let me catch up to that. One thing I want to say is I watched Anthony Mackie's uh, appearance on Hot Ones, which is I just missed somehow. But in that interview, he said he loves fishing, mm-hmm. which I thought was very apropos to have his family have a fishing boat. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I, I would not be surprised if that was directly inspired by him fishing and grilling on the set on the shows uh because he literally would grill and stuff on avengers endgame and then like grill fish he literally caught that day in between like not having him not having to shoot and then grill it up and give it to like cast members and crew members mm. that's pretty cool to have on set <laughs> yeah yeah originally they were like no no don't, 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 no, we gotta focus and then they were like mm. oh this is delicious Never mind. <laughs> uh, but watch that. It's a good time, of course, as all the hot ones are. But then I actually, before we saw the new cap, I was surprised that we had a previously on because we didn't have any of those for WandaVision. Have you caught up on WandaVision yet? Nope. OK, well, there are no previously ons on mm-hmm. WandaVision. Other things I noticed is that the star on the new cap uniform, they integrated an A- I think more prominently than I've ever noticed with Evans, Captain America. And then once we got into that scene with the new cap, I wrote White Russell. Okay. As a reference to our Wyatt Russell from last week. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought it was smart to start with him. Get us invested in him. We showed the history of his football career Oh, okay. All right. I just realized he said, I've been a captain before, but this is different. And I thought he was just a captain in the military, Mm -hmm. which he might've been, but I think he was saying he was a captain on the football field. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't catch up, but I'm so not good with sports.
1: Um, it's not something that the public generally looks at when they talk about sports.
0: Like who's the captain of the team? No. Yeah, yeah. But like I, it literally took me until just this moment where I was like, Oh, there are captains on a football team.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and then I don't want to fail them. And I wrote, I love the insecurity and the mm-hmm. fact that he's in a healthy relationship. Yeah. You know, one that's been since high school, his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. He's still nice. there. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know if this was intentional for the for the storytelling about race, but his girlfriend and his best friend are people of color. So a lot of t- so of course, this character should be white because this whole the, well, the comic orange is white, but I don't really connect with that. I'm saying it's good for this story because if it's a person of color, then it's really like, well, this is stupid. Why don't they just ask Falcon to do it if they're willing to? do it with anybody but with it being a white person it really is like oh did you did you just decide to make sure it's a white person for like pr or because you're you know this is a subconscious thing of your racism that you thought only a white person could be Captain America. So I have no issue with that. And in casting, it can be very important for casting directors to cast people of color in supporting roles because then they get more exposure than they had before. And it can be a way to get them into leading roles in the future. So maybe it's just that, or maybe it was important for the creative team to replicate the Tony and Rhodey situation. Or the Cap and Falcon situation, where the quote unquote main star is white and his best friend is black, which is exactly what they had with um, New Cap. And I'm going to skip forward. What's this guy's superhero name? Um, Battlestar. Battlestar. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just behind the sit, like this new cap should be white for the story they're trying to tell. And then I don't know if it's just casting directors like, yeah, let's put good people of color. Or good, talented people of color in here because they need more representation. I don't know if it's just that or if it's very intentional for the story. It's also, you know, a subtle way, if it was intentional, to show that he's not necessarily racist, you know? Because the closest people in his life aren't all white, you know what I mean? Does Maybe. that make sense? Maybe. I mean, you know, to this clearly is like a guy that the two main characters have a bone to pick. Mm-hmm. And it is a story of race. But, you know, it would I would say ultimately it's the people in charge's fault more.
1: I never looked at the relationships in the show like that just because it's such a weak way, weak way to go about it. Like, oh, see, he has a black wife. He's not racist. Oh, see, he has a black friend. He's not racist. Like who who's going to write like that? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I hate the I can make that joke because I have a black friend thing and I didn't realize that I just sounded like that thinking about it. But I I think I'm overanalyzing it. Not even, I don't know if I'm overanalyzing it because later on they have the police hassling Sam. So it's definitely intentional to just like bring these conversations to the forefront and, you know, having him be nice relatively to Sam and Bucky mm-hmm. is a good way to, you know, diffuse anyone's Assumptions that he was just going to be competition or an asshole Mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's just regular casting directors, you know, trying to help people who have not been represented as much get more representation and exposure. Or if that was a detail that they wanted to have, like it was intentional. I also think I used twice as many words as I needed to to convey what I was thinking. But I've been tired all day. So, mm-hmm. forgive me. Yeah. Uh, I love, oh, I loved the funky football band music over the Marvel Studios logo. Because mm-hmm. it felt like a modern remix or updating of the Star Spangled Man with a Plan, you know, from mm-hmm. the first Avengers. I see. Okay. I dug that. That's okay. cool. What's your uh, next note so I can catch up to it with mine?
1: No, really, it... uh, For some reason on this note, I just said guys, that might have been a mess up. Um, I I, I mean, my next note is after that uh, when Sam and uh, Bucky, they're in that hangar, I think that was, or uh, he he tells Bucky he's had an overextended life and I'm just like, kind of a weird freaking comment to tell your buddy. That's what Falcon said? Yeah. Oh, i missed and, that yeah and i'm just like that was a really backhanded <laughs> no not even backhanded that was just insulting like it was just a weird way to say that he's been burning the candle at both ends uh, maybe i thought <laughs> it was just saying like you shouldn't have lived as long as you have <laughs> like
0: <laughs> wait did did sam say that bucky had an overextended yeah. life yes uh Oh, I thought you were saying Falcon said he had an overextended life, like he's overextending himself with yeah. Avengers business and with family business and that, all that stuff. So never mind about my
1: Right. And it, they left it really unclear what he meant by that. Yeah. And it was just like an offhand comment to Bucky. But I was like, it's almost a dick comment. <laughs> yeah.
0: I got to I got to look at that in my next viewing because mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. I was probably writing something down. Mm hmm. All right, so I'll catch up to that note with uh, I thought that his interview and the whole bringing out the new cap onto the football field and everything felt like the whole Iron Patriot detail in Iron Man 3, Mm -hmm. you know, like the rebranding of War Machine, but better probably because they had more time to do it. And, you know, everything with Shane Black sounds like a punchline. Mm hmm. You know, like showing Iron Patriot and then just doing a super cut of talk shows, being like, look at this goofy guy. Who is Shane Black again? Shane Black is the guy who wrote Lethal Weapon and he wrote and directed, co wrote and directed Iron Man 3. And he did stuff like The Good Guys and um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm -hmm. And he also directed Predator, the new one. But. We, we don't need to talk about that because mm-hmm. it was not very good. And then I thought it was clever that they used the interview to tell all, all of us his resume, you know, mm-hmm. like that was clever. He was like, how did a guy like me end up here? And, the, you know, that sounds humble and nice. And, and then she's like, well, come on. Like, dude, you you aced all the physical things. You have three, four medals of honor. Mm-hmm. Um And all this stuff and showing the footage of him practicing with the shield, which I thought was nice. It was a nice way to clue us in that he will be killer at it Mm -hmm. later on. Yeah. Originally, when I saw Bucky watching the broadcast, I thought he was like, I don't like this, but he seems like a nice guy. But then the next scene we saw was him showing up to Falcon and being like fuck is wrong with you mm-hmm, say <laughs> right right, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> which you know based on my predictions from last night, what was your prediction because mine was they meet at the end of this episode
1: oh no i just thought they would They have to meet eventually
0: right yeah because and i mean that was that was quicker than i guessed but it made so much sense if
1: it's a show about their relationship it better not go past the second episode that yeah. they meet each other so
0: yeah um and then <laughs> Last episode, I joked about Sam saying there's no such thing as early or on time, and then I said Gandalf would disagree, Mm -hmm. and then they started talking about Gandalf. Right, right. And uh, Bucky saying, I read it in 1935 when it came out. Mm -hmm. Right, (laughs) right. That's Uh, pretty good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I wrote down talking about Gandalf at that time. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's when... Sam said, you've had an overextended life, mm-hmm. but uh, all right. Bucky coming with Sam. Yeah. I did not believe the military would let him.
1: Right. That's exactly what I put down. I was just <laughs> like, but they just let him on or just going to let him walk on. And how did he get there? Any like, how did he even get to Sam oh, on anyways? the military just, like, base? Just like walks up to him. Hey, yeah, <laughs>
0: like, hmm? yeah, that's that's like uh, they broke the suspension of disbelief. But it's one of those things where you're like, all right, I gotta forgive it, you know. This is a thing that 30 years from now we'll be like, there's no fucking reason why Bucky should have been on that plane, (laughs) you know. Yeah, just like uh, what the hell was Obadiah Stane thinking, and you know, (laughs) getting in the suit. It's one of those things where we're just gonna be like, yeah, that's not great.
1: (laughs) Well, Obad, I mean, that was probably his best chance right there to continue his ventures, right? To like. fight off Iron Man and everything.
0: Well, instead of, like, running off and getting off the grid or just playing dumb, you know. He
1: wanted to kill Tony.
0: Yeah. Well, he could (laughs) have killed Tony when he was... Anyway, it's just one of those things where you're going to be like, yeah, that makes no fucking sense. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, (sighs) Mm-hmm. It would have been better if he, like, met him outside the facility, just, like, kind of ambushed him outside the facility. Like, hey, Sam, we got some words to exchange. And Sam
0: kind of gets him into the facility, you know? Or, yeah, that, yes, that, or if he was already on the plane, if he, like, (laughs) snuck in. Yeah, it would be, you know. And then once everyone leaves but Sam, he says, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing here? Like, I needed to confront you and they weren't going to let me on. Uh, right. And what are you what are you even doing in this plane? Like, I, I don't, you know, catch it up like that. And then it's like you add a little bit of suspense because you're like, what if someone who's not Sam walks in? Like what? And then <laughs>
1: the thing is, if higher ups find out, uh, mm-hmm. they could like get Bucky in trouble, you know? Yeah,
0: I guess. Yeah. Whatever way they want to justify it. You know, it's it's not going to be a clean thing anyway. Let me see your next note after oh yeah okay uh all right so that was not 200 feet (laughs) okay so that was gonna be my next thing which was uh buck's fall from 200 feet was funny it being on camera was funny Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you could just wave it away as being like he's a super soldier but when he was like it's 200 feet i don't need a parachute Mm -hmm. i'm like there's no body of water 10 stories is the guaranteed height for someone to kill themselves. This should not be okay. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is, you know, And then you, you pointed out that there were branches that broke his fall, and I'm like... On his way down, slowed his fall. Yeah, yeah. and still, I'm like, he's got to have broken ribs. Mm-hmm. I guess he's a super soldier, so we justify it, but this is the hokiest one. Like,
1: right. It would have been something if he like smashed his hand into a tree trunk on the way down, you
0: know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. grabbed on, or even just like grab the tree. Branch. Yeah. Something or, <laughs> or the tree trunk. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. That was funny. Uh eh. It's one of the, you know, <laughs> we're already given excuses like, okay, uh, you pointed out that he was going to destroy Red Wing 10 seconds before he swung at Red Wing. Right. That was hilarious. <laughs> and all that banter and like, oh, being stealthy. And then Falcon just shows up without needing to be, or, you know, without mm-hmm. just seeing him being stealthy. Right. Oh, Dude, the little time in Wakanda and you're suddenly the White Panther. He's like, actually, it's the White Wolf. He's like, what? He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I love that because there were, man, when Black Panther came out, there were so many people be like, why is it got to be a Black Panther? Why can't it be a White Panther? And there have been like five White Panthers in the comics, but it's just like shut the hell up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although we'll we'll come back to the Black And then animal moniker later in the episode. The baddies being super soldiers was surprising. I mean, all of them. We knew that main guy who trashed uh, the military guy who was talking to Sam, Mm -hmm. like, was super soldier, but all of them being super soldiers. Mm -hmm. And then if you go on TikTok at movies are dope, you'll see my daughter's prediction for this episode, which was that there would be a truck. And she saw a truck. She's like, I knew a truck would be involved. (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. And then uh, I I was wondering for like 30 seconds. I was like, why did Bucky run past the rear truck and Mm -hmm. the rear truck didn't do anything? It didn't start honking. It didn't ram the uh, the rear of the first truck. Mm -hmm. It didn't call to the first truck. It didn't start shooting. Right. But uh, we got the answer to that by the hostage Mm quote-unquote being one of the bad guys right right um and also they were stealing vaccines like i don't know Mm -hmm. i i don't know how much of these shows like there's a quarantine mention in wandavision and a vaccine mention in winter soldier Mm -hmm. and these were shooting during quarantine at least wandavision was i don't know about falcon and winter soldier Mm -hmm. yes yes it was Mm -hmm. so i don't know how much of this was like inspired by real life adding those or if it was just like subconscious and then oh uh on top of the trucks when they were fighting i literally do you remember this i audibly gasped when she broke white red wing mm-hmm. and then laughed my ass off when winter soldier was like i always wanted to do that mm-hmm. right
1: <laughs> you know in my head i was always wondering like man can you just bring along a few red wings maybe yeah an idea
0: i know the red wing goes into his suit mm-hmm. gotcha because when buck ran out of the warehouse after the truck sam flew off and red wing went into the back of his suit mm-hmm. as he lifted off what'd you think about the entrance that cap made like how, the new cap i hate that i called him cap
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh it was fine it was cool it showed that they were able to take on super soldiers um mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I'm being too much of a stickler on consistencies like Captain uh, what am I saying? Captain Falcon was able to like kind of wing kick, like fly in and kick someone, you know. Mm-hmm. But then another super soldier, it's like, I forget exactly what happened, but they're on the truck and they stuck their arm out and they just smash something else. You know what I mean? I, I forget. Smash but, something else. But the strength. Yeah, it's like that that should have taken their arm, but the strength required to do it would meant that he wouldn't have been, he would have just been fine if uh Captain Falcon would have been able to kick him I don't know I think their strength their strength is not totally uh
0: consistent I I think in the fight scenes okay so Falcon was able to kick somebody off the truck yeah and then another person punched what did they punch
1: yeah it's like they were on the truck it was mm-hmm. moving at full speed and he was able to just smack something else and like not sustain any damage
0: you know who who smacked what
1: i forget it's just their strength throughout, I don't feel was consistent. It's okay. like, yeah. So, And the, again, I think it might be, I might be nitpicking. Mainly
0: but, just because Falcon was able to kick somebody off the truck? Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that necessarily strength or balance? Strength. I mean, is it Falcon's strength that's inconsistent or the bad guys? The bad guys. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, that this wasn't how I expected to meet Cap them Mm -hmm. to meet cap Mm -hmm. but it made sense and when that was happening i had a new prediction which was now i'm not so sure but at that moment i was predicting that the new cap dies a hero and isn't an enemy Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. maybe the most we'll get is like a civil war level enemy antagonist like iron man to captain america okay but not like you know this guy goes fully evil Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to steal the shield from him while he is alive mm-hmm. or actively Captain America. But uh, mm-hmm. I also wrote that cat that Bucky almost got a facial on the wheel when he fell down, you know, like just had it mm-hmm. rip his face off. Right. Of course. Yeah, I, I I that would have been dope. terrible. The Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I loved that the new Cap's wingman was with him. You know, this wasn't just a solo mission. They're actually working together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam saving Bucky out at the bottom of that right. truck was yeah. 10 out of 10 for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and Cap shield save, where his, where Battlestar, Battlestar, right? Yeah, uh, was falling off, and he just, just, scoops him up mm-hmm. with the shield. Mm-hmm. You know, makes sense. Cause the vibranium cushions falls and all that they absorbs that a out of the winter, shock. Yeah, yeah. They did that in the winter soldier mm-hmm. when they were in the car chase scene. Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Cars flipping out and cap grabs Falcon and black widow and then falls out of the car door mm-hmm. and like skids along the highway mm-hmm. with the shield underneath them. I think we're up to your next note.
1: Oh, yeah. So they Cap and Sam are just walking along away from that battle that they just had That fight where the super soldiers on the trucks were able to get away. And um, what's their face? Face is a new cap and Battlestar catch up to them in their little Jeep. Mm -hmm. And they start talking. And I mean, basically, there's a new third when they talk about the big three. They talk about the big three being aliens, androids and uh, wizards. Yeah. And they argue about the point of wizards, but they it they sort of come to a conclusion. They can replace wizards with super soldiers. Or uh, oh oh now oh I thought you were talking yeah. about earlier when they were talking about sorcerers. No, in the Jeep they're talking about it with new
0: Cap and Battlestar. And I, was I am I correct when I thought that Cap the new Jesus I'm already calling him Cap that the new Cap uh brought up the big three on his own. Yeah. Because awesome. mm-hmm. it's awesome.
1: It's <laughs> like that's military speak. It's like, yeah, yeah it uh, could be super or no, it could be androids or aliens or super soldiers. Uh, any of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: but it, it's but it was it was wizards first, right? Now they replace it yeah. with super soldiers.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like th- those four we're talking about. They're like, I guess super soldiers sh- should be there. And like wizards is not really a thing. And they argue what Dr. Strange is
0: earlier in the episode. But yeah. yeah and i loved bucky's uh you ever jumped on a grenade he's like yeah four, three time. four times was it three times four times whatever it's a no, it's a numeral it it's a plurality of times these days like it's a reinforced helmet whole thing and it's uh-huh. like that was awesome <laughs> and then uh the you hacked my tech well it's government property and we're kind of so it's not really hacking <laughs> mm-hmm oh when they uh when they tracked him with red wing mm-hmm. that whole part right yeah um i kind of uh, thought
1: battlestar's name was super generic like i guess he's from the military so he
0: battles he's battlestar i bet it's from the comics oh yeah i bet his last name is galactica <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's see this battlestar comic even though, no, if I do Battlestar, hang on, Battlestar. Hey, right, you look that up. I just loved that Bucky heard the name was like Battlestar. Stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. So Battlestar is, uh, you
1: know, he's always been in the series. So I just haven't heard of him. And his
0: skin color is accurate. Yep. He's black on the comic. Yep uh wait did he fight with cap like the original cap yeah, they look side by side in this cover so yeah i don't know if that's the original cap or then the new fake cap oh introducing the new, the cap, new cap america, in america and, bucky. and bucky wow they really called him bucky I mean, at first
1: i mean maybe wow. it might just be a print wow. It might just be like like clickbait how they sold it yeah <laughs> like it might not be how they made
0: the character known in the universe wow that so. really it, it comic book are so good. I really thought that was like the Steve Rogers cap. Okay. Um, I thought the other side of that, uh, Battlestar stop the car thing coin was really good where the new cap was like, I'm, I'm not trying to be Steve. I'm just trying to be the best captain America. I could be. Mm -hmm. And like I was buying it and then it, it would be a whole lot easier if I had caps wingman. On my side, and then Falcon just goes. It's always that last line, Mm -hmm. you know. Like he, he basically said, "I would love if Cap's sidekicks were my sidekicks." Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really good way to push their conflict. Yeah, and to just like snip it right there. Like, Mm -hmm. no thanks.
1: Mm -hmm. The therapist just pulls Sam into their session. Like, nope, you're mine now. Like, I'm not sure she had that power, but I guess she did. Yeah. I guess she's a really
0: high ranking (laughs) therapist in the military. (laughs) That was fun. Okay. All right. So I'll catch up to that. Mm. Um, We, We took some time with the flag smashers. Yes. And one line that I thought was really good for informing them was some random person off screen as their group saying, oh, my gosh, beds. Mm hmm like oh my what? gosh what beds oh okay the people who were housing them had beds for them mm-hmm. and them just saying oh my gosh beds is such a small detail but it adds so much texture and nuance To them as a group Mm -hmm. and what their lives have been like without a monologue. You don't need to be like, okay, everybody, we have been fighting this fight for six months. Mm -hmm. These are the first beds we've seen in five months. We're all, you don't need to do some big monologue, you know? Yeah, you're right. That, That is a good line that explains a lot. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get the name of them later. But the text messages, you took what was mine and I'll kill you for it about the vaccines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the flag smashers must have stolen that from somebody. Right. But we
1: don't know who. Yeah. There was no info on that.
0: Uh, there was a text. There was later when that guy decides to sacrifice himself. But we'll get there. OK. Um, What would you think about the let's take the shield conversation
1: on the. Oh, Kind of childish, like what? They just want the shield just to. Just to say he's not Captain America.
0: Like, yeah, it feels like it makes more sense when he reveals how Sam giving up the shield made him feel in the therapy session. mm -hmm. But yeah, it does seem like they focus like you don't need to focus on the shield. Mm -hmm. That's not the most important thing, but that was good.
1: So I thought a line didn't make sense until I thought about it more. So when Bucky is in the therapist meeting Mm -hmm. with Sam. And he says, well, if Captain wasn't right about you, then what's that mean for
0: me? You know, that's the line I was referring to.
1: Yeah. okay. But like at first, I thought that that's like something a teenager would say. But Bucky did miss a large part of his life. Like he did not develop. And then he was frozen for a number of years. And then he
0: woke up, you know? Yeah. And also he's trying to redeem himself and show himself that he's not a killer. Mm -hmm. You know, like Isaiah infers that he always will be
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um yeah what age was bucky when he
1: was put to sleep probably in his 20s like early 20s late 20s yeah okay i
0: don't know he was old enough to be in the military and but you know they didn't look like they were 18 in the first avengers so Mm -hmm. uh all right So I loved, 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 loved the Black Falcon conversation. I was going to say, I guess
1: it, it, uh, it like kind of explains his identity issues. He still doesn't really know who he is because he just woke up and he was a killer. He just kind of came to, was like, whoa, like I know the fifties and I was young and I was a kid back then. What the hell happened? You know? Yeah. Sorry. I just
0: wanted to. I got you. That was an important point for me. So. But the uh, that kid being like, you're Black Falcon, isn't it? like, I'm Falcon. Like, my dad said, you're Black Falcon. I was like, is <laughs> it because I'm Black? Mm-hmm. And I'm also the Falcon? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. So you're Black kid? <laughs> 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 he just, like, gets a high-five from the other kid. He's like, I got him! <laughs> <laughs> Love that! Because there is a thing, like, Black Lightning, Black samson actually on the invincible cartoon that i was just telling you to watch mm-hmm. uh black did i say black lightning first black panther mm-hmm. um well i think part of
1: it is that sam chose his name he's like i'm just the falcon i'm, I'm falcon you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't need to be black falcon i mean he, i guess yeah. he could if he really wanted to but like it's not
0: no yeah that was just, a yeah <laughs> uh who, oh netflix heroes who are they? What are the Netflix Marvel shows? Luke Cage. Um, okay. You know. Uh, sure. All right, I. I that that was the person role. I was thinking of. I okay. couldn't remember their superhero name, because so I was like, were they named Black something? <laughs> I wanted one more example. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but they were not. They were named Luke Cage. Power Man. Power Man. That's what, what he was, yeah. <sighs> Isaiah being a super soldier. Mm-hmm. And... I bet this was not unintentional. The fact that nobody heard about it was because he was black. Mm hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. A black super soldier that no one ever heard about. They just they did not call him Captain America. Uh-huh. while Captain America was on ice and, and they, they imprisoned him for lost. 30 years or they locked him away for 30 years. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he implied that Hydra also had their a bit from them. So I don't know why he was imprisoned. He may mm-hmm. have been imprisoned by Hydra. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Right. But I think that's definitely where they got the uh all the data they needed to make the flag smashers super soldiers. Mm. So, dude, them yeah. them arguing in the streets. Yeah. And the cops coming up, all already radioing for backup. Mm-hmm. Asking Sam only for his ID. Mhm. And then asking Bucky if Sam was bothering him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty messed up. That is pretty messed up. Yeah. All all I wrote was racist ass cops hassling Sam. Mm-hmm. The, the warrant for Bucky's arrest was fair. Of course. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. He violated his parole. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's kind of like parole, but... Or, was, or, not parole, his pardon. pardon the there, the guess, details yeah. of his pardon. Mm-hmm. Cap getting Bucky out was clever. And then uh Cap getting Bucky out of where? Of jail. The new cap. Oh, okay. I wrote yeah. after that uh that wasn't a request to Sam. I did write I love the therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's my favorite character in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, let's go over the uh, therapy session. So when she said get closer and their knees were touching, you were like, they can't get any closer. I was like, Yes, they can. Tango legs. That's, that's, that's exactly so what they did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love. I don't it. know if that was necessary. I loved it. Everything about that therapy session was great. She said, uh, "Tell, tell, uh, tell him what's bothering you, or whatever, and don't say something childish." Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm not kidding when I say his whole. Why did you give up the shield? It, if if Steve was wrong about you, maybe he was wrong about me. I literally was on the edge of tears. I almost cried. That was. So much more powerful than I thought we were going to get in that therapy session that was just full of zingers and one liners. And I thought actually they didn't sit on that for long enough because Sam starts. He makes a great point, but he starts by saying, like, cool, you're mm-hmm. done, which seems more flippant than the moment or even almost wanted. Dis- dismissive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if it were me, I would have sat on the shot with Bucky a little longer. And then maybe Sam would say it in a different way. Like, cause he has a great point too of, can you trust that that's what I thought was the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Or can you understand? Mm-hmm. Or like, maybe you'll never say something like that, but like him just being a little too, maybe he was like, can I speak now? Mm-hmm. Just, just a little more gravitas. Cause it undercut it. It was too quick. I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of tears. Don't just, don't, don't keep going at a lightning pace. Yeah. And what's, what's your next note? I don't want to skip over anything of yours.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's the argument
0: with them and Newcap outside the prison. Gotcha. Oh yeah, we got basically the same thing. The free agents versus authorization wouldn't make sense to work together. That made sense to me.
1: It did. And then they had Newcap and act like a, like a total child he's like well then stay out of my way yeah <laughs> like... that was that was like
0: all right dude <laughs> chill out right um, exactly so the person they stole from was the power broker okay that's what they call him. they said the power brokers men mm-hmm. are almost there um oh okay yeah but but dude dude like tipping over uh an electrical pole he should have just tipped over like six electrical poles and just mm-hmm. kept running to the plane Mm-hmm. Or if he knows he's going to die, like be sneakier, mm-hmm. tip over a power pole, run into an alley, throw a garbage cans at them. Right. He tips over the power pole, which is like great first step. And then he just like, all righty, time to get shot by everybody. Right. <laughs> he just
1: kind of stands there and they stop.
0: And, and he and runs sh- straight at them. Right. Doing nothing strategic. Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> but like so honestly i thought that kid just shot him and continued forward like if if their mission was to stop that plane
0: I, they, they could literally be like all right well try to drive around the power pole or like smash through it mm-hmm. i bet one of those jeeps or whatever kind of car it was going full speed at it and then like hitting it would be enough to dislodge it. And mm. then maybe it'll bust a tire or something. And then they just back up and be like, all right, everybody go, go, go. Right. Right. Um, that was a little hokey, mm-hmm. but I did not expect, uh, the episode to end so abruptly. I thought we had like another five, 10 minutes and but we got Zemo was a little abrupt and Zemo was a good villain. Mm-hmm. So I liked him. I'm, I'm cool.
1: I'm happy that they got the actual actor back. I've, I forget his name. Uh, uh, Brule. Just Daniel Brule. Daniel Brule. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good in Rush.
0: Dude, I've heard. I still need to see that. I have it on DVD. Hey, but hey, I'm, I'm in not, Chris that,
1: Hemsworth. I think DVD might not be good enough for you. I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a DVD instead of a Blu-ray or something more high def. Oh, um, I was just kidding. <laughs> but
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that was a br- Wait, did we have a post credits scene last week? I don't think... No, right? No, they didn't. We didn't even check this week. Yeah. We assumed there wasn't, so... I don't have... A, I do have my phone on me. I'm just gonna... Check real quick. Just <laughs> check real quick before we're done editing. You never know. I I doubt they would have a post-credit scene after Zemo. Put my volume all the way to mute. Falcon Winter Soldier. We do have There's seven minutes of commentary. When they showed the chess, I was gonna joke that maybe it'd be Magneto. <laughs> but... You know, i you know, everyone about... kept saying Mephisto for the last series. Mm-hmm. So I was watching Legion
1: mm-hmm.
0: before. I need to see that.
1: Um, were there any mentions of mutants in here? Because wouldn't that be one of, like, that should be on the government's radar if they're talking about big threes? No, there's but... been
0: no mention. Okay.
1: Well, okay. I mean, no, no that is something that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and the military would deal with, so I would think mutants would be in there, like, along with androids and aliens.
0: Well, we don't have so... mutants yet. There's no mutants in this universe yet. There's Enhanced. Okay, gotcha. That's what they called Wanda and Pietro in Age of Ultron. But there's literally never been a mutant yet. And as far as they knew, it was the Scepter that gave Wanda and Pietro their bowers, so...
1: Sounds like that could be leftovers from the Sony Marvel feud, from the Sony everyone else feud. You
0: know? uh, well, Fox owned the rights to X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. there was there was a weird loophole where they could use Wanda and Pietro, mm-hmm. but they couldn't use Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver because I think technically they were Avengers first. Mm-hmm. So Marvel owned the rights to Avengers characters, mm-hmm. and then they made them mutants later mm-hmm. when they tied them in and made them... Magneto's children, I think. I don't know. There was yeah. some legal loophole that made it okay to use Wanda and Pietro mm-hmm. and their powers. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we got the Fox Quicksilver because originally that was going to be Juggernaut in X-Men Days of Future Past. But they were like, oh, well, then fuck you. We're going to do Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. The director actually didn't even give a shit. Yeah. They let the second unit director direct that whole Quicksilver scene and then everyone loved that scene the best. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they did it mm-hmm. one, two more times. Uh, I remember them doing it one more time. Yeah, they did an apocalypse. Mm -hmm. They must have done some. They did some version in Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. But, uh, was apocalypse as bad as people say? I saw it and I thought it was okay. Dude, they were. I saw it with Johnny, Mm -hmm. a friend of ours. And Mm -hmm. this was me the whole for audio listeners. I'm just slumping in my chair. This is me the whole time watching the movie or out of my mind. Mm -hmm. Quicksilver comes on. Lean forward. Quicksilver leaves. Lean back. <laughs> they come out of the movie theater saying the third ones are always the worst. And I was like, <laughs> oh. they are. <laughs> and then when uh, Quicksilver was about to tell Magneto that he was his father, I was like, yeah, tell him you're, you're his son. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell him. Okay, tell him. You didn't fucking tell him? What are we waiting for? Why don't you fucking tell him? This is the perfect time. This is the time when he needs to cut, snap out of it and stop being a horse. Just fuck credits. Wow. He didn't fucking tell him. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was the one thing that you couldn't screw up in that moment.
1: It kind of seems like (laughs) it kind of seems like they're counting on another movie. And I mean, they did
0: another movie and they still didn't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They did Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) it was so stupid.
1: God, I forgot about Dark Phoenix. Yeah,
0: I think uh, I forgot
1: about it completely. Yeah, I didn't. Think it was even that bad, but yeah, it's not that bad. It's like wiped from there's a lot that could be improved. Um, I remember a train scene from
0: Dark Phoenix, that's all I remember. And I think the Wolverine sequence in Apocalypse was good, Mm you know. Of course, it's like, how do you fuck that up when Hugh Jackman's there? Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. this is wonky.
1: So, hold on. The trilogy there, the series for that went first class, Days of Futures Past, Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse, and then Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: There were some Deadpools and Logan. So there's just four of
1: them. Okay. There's four of them, I mean. Okay. Just, okay. Never mind. Okay. So there was one more thing I wanted to bring up. Mm -hmm. This is more of an extra. Can we talk about something other than, uh, can we continue talking about stuff other than uh, the main thing, Falcon, Winter Soldier?
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you're worried about us going off too much of a tangent. I'm asking you if you're worried about it. No, I'm fine with it. But just in that case, if people don't want to listen to another tangent, let's make our predictions for the next episode. Okay. Just so they don't have to wait five minutes for that last I I had one more note from the episode. Okay. So let's do that.
1: So they get on this airborne craft, right? This air, this like, you know, flying hangar thingy. I don't know. Not not a hangar. I'm looking like it's sort of like a gunship. That's the size of a gunship. I don't know what I would call this propeller vehicle here. Um, can't the German government just shoot it down? They're in Munich, right? Can't they just? Which identify part each? of the episode was the this? very end when that group is escaping? Oh, the flag smashers. Well, are I don't know if the
0: power broker is government, <clears throat> and I don't know if the German government knew that the flag smashers were taking that plane.
1: Right, but the government should be able to
0: detect anything airborne. Yeah, but it could just be like, hey, we have a normal charter. Okay. Okay. All right, what's your prediction? So it wasn't the government chasing them at the end. That was uh, they literally just said we're out of time. Mm -hmm. How much time do we have? None. The power brokers' men are here. Okay, okay, okay. So that was a misunderstanding on my part. I thought that was the government chasing them. I Uh, mean, maybe we'll we'll find out who the power broker is. I'll also be honest; mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention to any of the title cards of where they were. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So
1: okay, but I mean, like out of ten in entertainment value for you, where would you
0: say this is at? Uh, this was hilarious. Uh-huh. I, I enjoyed it more than the first episode because there was it was less setup. up. Mm-hmm. We're now going. I'm curious when we're going to see Yori again, because, yeah, it's very weird. It's a it like it was very as much action as there was in the first episode. It was very <laughs> pedestrian. Mm-hmm. And this one, there was like nothing pedestrian about it mm-hmm. in the whole episode. So that felt a little whiplashy. Mm hmm. Looking back, but balanced together, I like it. Um, my only prediction is Zemo gets his hood by episode four. Okay. Within there. Mm hmm. He'll probably get it in five minutes in the next episode. Now right. But right. I've guessed it's going to be a couple episodes. Yeah. But uh, got any predictions for the next one?
1: Um, well, obviously, they're going to be working with Zemo more, which is going to be a good thing.
0: Um, Do you think Zemo will come out of his cell at all during the third episode?
1: Maybe not. I think, I don't know. I think eventually he escapes, though. Like, I hope yeah. he has. Uh, oh. If
0: yeah, they're 100%. bringing in Daniel
1: Brule, I hope he has a bigger role than just one
0: episode. So. Okay, so apologies if I'm spoiling this for you, but in teasers and trailers, they've shown Daniel Brule putting on his purple hood. Got you. So okay. he has to get out eventually. Okay. And they've shown. Well, I won't just tell another thing since it sounded like you didn't know about that. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm going to guess him breaking out will be at the end of next episode mm-hmm. at earliest right if they don't decide to bring him out into the field which would not make sense but no, bucky just... walked right onto a military <laughs> right <through that. laughs> so there are some liberties being taken right
1: well where was zemo being held is it is he being
0: held by a u.s prison or the last Hold time it. we saw zemo well no actually uh oh yeah yeah sorry I was forgetting and remembering the last time we saw him was with um, Martin Freeman's character in Captain America Civil War. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he's in a cell like Winter Soldier was and you just see Martin Freeman say, get out of line, zap, Uh uh, touch the glass, zap, please, please get out of line. Mm -hmm. How does it feel to have gone through all that and see it fail so spectacularly? Uh-huh. And we get a side profile shot of and He looks at me and says something like, uh, did it? And then we see Martin Freeman like, because he did break up the Avengers. Mm-hmm. He did. Right. He succeeded. Right. Um, so that's the last time we've seen it. And he it looks like he's in a similar cell. But uh, yeah, that's the last we saw of him. What was your side tangent that you were talking about?
1: Oh, I was going to talk about the Suicide Squad trailer dude yeah that looks really good it john cena so looks really good. here's the thing i always had faith in john cena's like comedic timing mm-hmm. and it just shines through in that trailer i'm
0: looking forward to it <laughs> dude, the last movie i saw him in was called uh playing with fire mm-hmm. and it is one of the worst films oh okay and it's especially one of the worst films because it has people like keegan michael keel okay keegan Michael did I mess up his name? I'm so tired. Key Michael Michael Key. Oh, yeah,
1: it's Jordan Peele. So the other one must be
0: Key, Key from Key and Peele. Has that? It has John Leguizamo. It has John Cena. It has uh oh, what's her name? She was in uh one of the most recent Planet of the Apes movies, and she she was also uh the ex-wife of Paul Rudd in Ant Man and the Wasp. Has her at. Just has so many talented people and use mm. them for the dumbest shit. Like, mm-hmm. there's a 30 second part where John Leguizamo comes out and just starts cringily dancing. Uh-huh. And it cuts away and, like, it was 30 and then, seconds. And then it goes back to him and he keeps doing it. And it's like, this motherfucker was the best part of Kick Ass huh. He was one of the best parts of Chef. Mm-hmm. He was in Romeo plus Juliet. He was in Moulin Rouge. How dare you disrespect this magnificent talent that you have at your fingertips mm-hmm. with this fucking joke. Mm-hmm. And that was the tip of the iceberg. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad John Cena has more. And also James Gunn today uh, retweeted an interview John Cena was having with Shaq. Mm-hmm. And he's in the Peacemaker I think outfit. I think, I think you must have uh,
1: shown that. Like, you must have put that on social media and I caught it. I retweeted it. Right, exactly.
0: Because James Gunn said the funniest thing is that John Cena keeps doing all his interviews in the Peacemaker outfit, and Uh. I didn't ask him to do that. (laughs) 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 I'm so excited. And Mm -hmm. you heard that Sylvester Stallone is King Shark. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Any questions? (laughs) And... Yes, that is your hand. Congratulations. <laughs> Best actor you've seen from Sylvester Stallone in years. Mm. <laughs> Did we
1: see Idris Elba as uh, what's the hero's name again? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. He plays Bloodsport. Yeah. OK, no, never mind. I I think it's technically the villain's name. Will Smith.
0: Um, yeah, quit Deadshot. Quit all future Deadshot. Rules, right? So. I don't know if that was confirmed. Mm. He may have said I'm not going to be in this film.
1: I mean, that's a good character, and he played it pretty well, so it's unfortunate if he really
0: doesn't return, ever. Yeah, uh, but sometimes I feel like Will Smith just sometimes changes stuff too much for him, mm. and it fucks up the movie mm-hmm. a little bit, so I'm okay. And just helped is amazing, and I don't know if this is a superhero or a comic book character, but James Gunn said that he wrote the character Bloodsport for Idris Elba, having never met him. Mm-hmm. Wow! Okay, <laughs> before getting him into the film, I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so excited for that movie. I'm gonna. Who's a dude yeah. playing Polka Dot Man? Uh, I don't know his name, but he was one of the people in Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp, okay. as part of the uh, the supporting character gang, like the criminals. Mm-hmm. And then he was also on the Flash as a villain. Okay, so he is like the king of superhero films. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, and superhero properties. He'll be like, "Yeah, I'll be a superhero, supervillain. I don't care. You can mm-hmm. have me be every single character in this movie if you want. <laughs> yeah. I can be Hella and Obadiah Stane, and <laughs> I just love it. We're all gonna die. I hope so. <laughs> Christ's sake, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, that just it looked pretty exciting." Yeah,
0: and, and uh, Joel Kinnaman was filming this at mm-hmm. the same time that he was filming probably season two of For All Mankind. Okay, like For All Mankind went out of their way to help Joel Kinnaman be in both projects, which mm-hmm. like good on you, man. Yeah,
1: you know, like actually, I guess if he gets more popular, that makes their show that gives their show a little bit more prominence.
0: You know, yes, so. but you know, like stuff like uh, Paramount not. Delaying the shooting of Mission Possible Fallout because uh Warner Brothers wanted to shave Henry Cavill's mustache for the mm-hmm. Justice League. Yeah. You know, there can be times where it's just like, no, we could just we just can't, man. Like we got a strict schedule. Some shit is just impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, that one was just like, no, we don't want to fuck up or we got a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um so I would have understood it would have been unfortunate because it sound he said it was a very meaty or like significant part, but uh oh everything having Nathan filling in there drinking some Mr. Pib <laughs> um having oh who's the guy Michael Rooker mm-hmm. having Captain Boomerang back the only uh, part I've ever liked Jai Courtney in. <laughs> 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 he he's totally dead I swear to god they call Harley's team team 2 and like everybody but Joel Kinnaman uh huh is not seen from the other group in the rest <laughs> of the film. So I'm totally seeing like the first 10 minutes being like that group. And also, uh, you know, including weasel and all those other people I was saying, and they are just like, yeah, we're the suicide. <laughs> okay. Team two, I guess we'll bring Harley back in. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how I'm seeing the movie going up. i am just like, that's amazing. Just mm-hmm. waste. 10 a-list actors <laughs> <laughs> and then i like
1: how margot robbie how uh, harley quinn is like well i can go back in there if you guys want
0: to do your plan again <laughs> that's patronizing <laughs> dude this has this has my pitch for the next bond and m in it mm-hmm. in those kind of roles in mm-hmm. the kind of roles i want idris elba mm-hmm. and then viola davis doing a british accent gotcha that's the only i that's the only woman on this planet who's not named judy dench mm-hmm. that i could imagine facing off against idris elba mm-hmm. and you'd be like yeah she's got it i mean like he'll fuck her up if she doesn't if she like gives him an inch mm-hmm. but like she's got control mm-hmm. you know dude that that's so awesome that when's the release good. i uh august 6th which is a friday so i will be Two hours late to work <laughs> on August 6th. What a hundred percent.
1: If you were to do it August 7th, I would watch it with you because that would make it a weekend day. No chance. Sorry. <laughs> what I, about Friday
0: night? No chance. Sorry. No. I can't wait. I'm gonna I might watch with Maddie. <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> that's that's the exception. I can't wait. Me. I can't wait. I waited so many days for this. It's Tuesday where we're recording and streaming this. Mm -hmm. I waited to watch Invincible yesterday, even though it dropped Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm watching Godzilla vs. Kong tomorrow because it comes out on a Wednesday. That's convenient. Mm -hmm. But, sorry. I I can do... mm, If you want to come by Monday, and we could do our Falcon and Winter Soldier and then review that and watch it again. Mm -hmm. I'll watch it again. (laughs) But I can't wait. It's... Like I have a hashtag rehired James Gunn tattoo on my fucking right shoulder mm-hmm. that I got before he was rehired. Mm-hmm. It's true. I am so goddamn excited. <laughs> and, dude, it, the only thing and knock on wood every time I say this, but as long as no one who's supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 dies before that's released, we're good. Everything went fine. We, we got delayed Guardians 3 a couple years. But we got this beauty of Suicide, the Suicide Squad, and we got our Guardians three a little late, but with the team that it always should have been with. But if like Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, uh, Dave Bautista, Bradley Cooper, uh, Nebula, what's it? Killian Jacobs. Um, who am I for Vin Diesel? Any of them pass away and it fucks it up. Alan Horn or whoever the Disney exec was, the fired James Gunn. Go fuck yourself. But so far, we're so good good and mark hamill he said he was going to be in guardians 3 or they had like a cute twitter exchange mm-hmm. he's like as a newly unemployed actor after you mm-hmm. died in uh the last jedi i love i love your movie he's like hey you want to have a talk we live around the corner from each other mm-hmm. so fingers crossed mm-hmm. but uh no i've been this is james gunn's justice no matter what um you
1: know yeah no the, okay. Is there going to be a new Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: Yeah, he's going to okay. do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. and He's also going to do a very Christmas. Uh, he's going to do like a Christmas special Guardians of the Galaxy for Disney Plus. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be cool. Also, I was going to say this whole like this star studded cast, A-list talent, amazing group of people who came together for the Suicide Squad feels like how everyone came together for Kevin Smith after his heart attack. Mm. You know, this Mm. feels like James Gunn's heart attack where like something unjust happened to him. He survived it. And now the whole industry came together. Be like, we support you, dude. You know, Mm -hmm. we're glad we're glad you're still around. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, this was more human error and less the Widowmaker in your heart, like plaque clogging up a whole arterial whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not a heart person. But, you know, this really felt like, wow, you yeah. know, just feels good. Mm-hmm. He, that must have been a devastating day, a devastating number of months, mm-hmm. you know, because if it was me day two of me not being rehired, mm-hmm. I would have been like, fuck Disney. Fuck these pieces of shit. These two face assholes who come in and fuck this shit up. You know, I I just would have snapped. Mm-hmm. I would have at least said that to them privately of like, especially like two weeks later, Mm -hmm. it took such resolve, such character to like not give them the verbal berating they so deserved, the people Mm -hmm. who were at fault for it, and just stick it out Mm -hmm. and be humble enough to let them fix their mistake. Mm -hmm. That, while also probably having very dark thoughts, and possibly, I mean, like this is his baby. And he, I mean, does he, he not gets have like t- a family? Does he not like have a he, other he has really a girlfriend? Like oh, okay. But like this th- that film series is his baby. He poured his heart and soul and blood and sweat and so much hard work into the first two and the third and was ready to do it and was about to do it. And then for the most bullshit reason, it's just taken away from him. hmm That's gotta and this is at high scale, you know, this isn't like I almost bought a car. Mm-hmm. and ah oh, they pulled out of the deal which would still be frustrating this is like like career level it's just huge amounts of stress that he had to deal with to succeed mm-hmm. and then that's all taken away from him for the most bullshit reason know, how do you not have dark thoughts l ronda rousey said that after she lost that fight she had thoughts of killing herself I mean, she has a lot of dark thoughts. I mean,
1: she's a very, very intense person.
0: <laughs> well, I I, I, mean, so I know a times, lot less than you, know. you do, but you know, she had thoughts of killing herself because she was undefeated. She had thoughts. She didn't do it. Yeah. Thankfully, mm-hmm. but you know, having those it, when I heard that I'm like, okay, I can track how that would happen. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't go through with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you were honest about it. Like So many people rolled their eyes like, oh, you lost a fight. Oh, you're going to kill yourself. You're being so dramatic. No, she was telling her honest story. Yeah. You know, I've had stuff in my life that I thought, wow, I should just drive my car into a wall. Mm -hmm. Hasn't happened many times, thankfully, but I can think of one time that I don't want to talk about publicly. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So Ronda Rousey's families, they're like intense people, like. It's just straight like if you've ever seen her mom, her mom sent Ronda Rousey into competition with broken bones and said, no, you're going to beat them with broken bones. Like you're (laughs) you you on your worst day is supposed to be better than them on their best day.
2: Yeah.
1: And that was the mentality. And she won a couple fights. She won a couple competitions in that state, which is just nuts. So, like, yeah, that was that's
0: the that's stupid.
1: (laughs) That was how much that was on being a champion for her and her mom.
0: Yeah, so that's all I want to say. Like he he composed himself, he kept himself together after all that, and it, I gotta credit the people closest in his life, up to and including Dave Batista. Dave Batista was the bamf. Mm-hmm. Like back then, he didn't say anything crazy, as crazy as what I thought, like what I probably would have done under that pressure and said to them, mm-hmm. you know, like go fuck yourself, you fucking idiots, you don't even fucking like what the fuck are you doing. Um, but he said stuff like if they don't use his script, I will they could force me to do it, but I will do everything in my power to take myself out of that project. And mm-hmm. that was the most any cast member said. Mm-hmm. The most explicit thing. I'm like, you know, I love the Fast and Furious the movies. Ride or die family, you know mm-hmm. that means something to Dave Bautista. You could see it through his actions. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't want to take shots at Chris Pratt, but he says I've been praying on this and asking what I should do for this. And they all put out a joint letter saying their support for James Gunn. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Pratt can take whatever he's. He seems like a really nice guy. He mm-hmm. can take whatever path he needs. He's a man of faith. He needs to pray on things and meditate on them and think about them so that he doesn't for whatever reason that's cool so he
1: makes a choice that he's 100% cool with or whatever
0: yeah Yeah. so I but that but me personally I'm much more attracted to the flavor Dave Batista put out Mm -hmm. like Dave Batista was just like they can make me do it but if they don't at least use his script I'm gonna we're gonna have problems Mm -hmm. and they can make me do it but I'm gonna try to make them not and Mm -hmm. he's just saying this publicly Right. And I was like, dude, you are the goat. Mm -hmm. You're you said it without disrespecting anybody, but you made it clear that you are ride or die, that you are a true friend. Mm -hmm. I was just like, that's great. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I'm almost tearing up now just thinking about that because that man, I remember where I was when I heard about James Gunn being fired uh, and I followed like every little morsel of that whole thing. Mm hmm but episode three we'll see you then we'll be back next monday yeah uh, i'll post about it on instagram possibly over zoom possibly over zoom that time yeah. okay that's the day i'm getting my second shot if you want to see me melting with my symptoms it's cool <laughs> okay all right just uh, go to instagram at movies are dope for any updates about when we're going to be
2: doing this but peace